traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. What's going on, everybody? Producer Rob here with a little tag at the top of the podcast. Chingo and I were having a conversation after this episode was recorded, talking about the future of RPT and what we want to accomplish. And one of the things we want to do by fall of 2022 is move into a larger studio, a dedicated workspace where we can create more content and obviously much more RPT, where we can have more guests come in, people that might be running for office, people that are in the entertainment slash conservative space, people that have been canceled, people that just don't have a voice or that have been canceled by people on the left or anybody. And we're asking you guys to be the founding fathers of this future studio. We're going to have a whole dedicated wall or dedicated space to everybody who's a part of the Patreon and allows this to happen. So if you enjoy the podcast, please make sure you sign up at patreon.com forward slash redpilltamales. And also, at the very least, leave us a rating and review on iTunes. We'll definitely be expanding on this in future episodes. Until then, enjoy the episode, and we'll see you guys on Thursday for Chingo Chats and Friday and Monday for more RPT. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome back. Gather round. This is RPT, RPT, Red Pill Tamales. This probably is like the first, man, what you call this, man? Political commentary slash... We got to find like its own kind of genre. It's, it's called Roast the Shit Out of dumb marxist ideas yes america last anti-american ideas this is where they come to get roasted that's right they get put on display we put the flashlight on them by the one and only and we expose all the bullshit i am your host chingo bling we got producer rob in the building <laughs> what's Sash. up everyone man we need more energy out of you bro. i know well you know what's funny listeners don't know it's like what the conversations that go on in the podcast before the podcast it's like we have a podcast before the podcast but yeah. it's a totally different like theme and yeah. uh, and energy so you gotta like turn it on and then like go yeah where i'll be like hey rob how can i be like tim dylan <laughs> i can be like tim dylan and whoever else got a whole bunch of uh, like a big what i gotta do to sell out radio city music hall twice back to back nights <laughs> oh andrew schultz is a man big shout out to andrew schultz man he's nuts the man. uh a lot like michael a, jackson up there a lot has changed yeah, he looked like uh, Ferris Bueller. He did in the, sh- like in the Chicago when he when Ferris Bueller took over the Chicago parade. I couldn't think of who it was. You're absolutely right. I'm gonna have to send him that. Yeah, it's gonna have to be a meme. Do a side by side. But yeah, man, uh, we should. Uh, you know, we're trying to we're trying to develop the podcast into something like the Mug Club. That's right. Yeah, because I, I already know Raza. A lot of Latinos, a lot of Mexican Americans, a lot of people that like old school Chingo Bling fans. They might be like, bro, I'm not into politics the way y'all are. I don't know who the hell none of these people are. You know what's funny is that they aren't until they realize why they should. And then they're really into it. Yeah. When they mad, like, who do I blame right. for all this inflation? Exactly. Or, or why is my six-year-old coming home asking about, you know, pronouns? Or like, which, which side is adamant about making, forcing you to wear a mask on a plane and everywhere at all times? Which, uh, which uh, what, what's Jen Psaki's job? She's the uh, liar in chief. <laughs> She's the liar in chief of the daily press briefings. Why is she lying twenty four seven and saying I'm not a doctor? You yeah, know? peppermint patty. Yeah, uh, are we gonna talk? Are we gonna have time on this episode to talk about peppermint patty? hundred percent. Because they asked her about, uh, and I'm gonna tell you on my tour dates in a minute. They asked peppermint patty, aka Jim Pasaki. Um, they said I think it was Peter Ducey, right? The only guy that asked real questions. The you only mean? person. That's so crazy. There's like 15 people that ask questions. He's the only one that asks legitimate questions. And it's I a, hate that he's from Fox, but he's the only guy. Nimoa? 
So like how many people, how many people um, are in that press room at any given time? We don't know. Yeah. I mean, just by the looks of it, maybe around 25. And then what percentage of those actually be like, uh, excuse me, President Biden, this guy, uh, Joseph Raheem Breezy. Your buddy. He accused La Migra of whipping Haitians with a whip. Right. And it has come to light. As everybody knew, those weren't whips. They weren't whipping them. They were using horses to deter uh, illegal entry. Uh, Jen, uh, the, the Department of Justice finished his investigation about uh, the whipping of the Haitian uh, migrants, and it turns out that that wasn't the case. What does the president say about that? It's ongoing. It's still investigating. Peter, 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 Peter. Uh, but also, <laughs> you said that, and uh, are you going to apologize to them? Um, it's still an ongoing, you know, don't worry about it. Peppermint Pat. Next question. Yeah. What the fuck kind of answer is that? It's like, bro, y'all demonized and demoralized La Migra. Your, your front line of who's there to stop some of this fentanyl that's killing like 100,000 Americans a year. This is like genocide. This is chemical warfare. They're using fentanyl, bro. That's why you can't bring the cascarones, the little eggs for Easter. Yeah. With the confetti. Yeah. They be checking your shit because one egg full of fentanyl is enough to kill half of Houston, bro. Those, all you gotta do is touch it, breathe it. Be hey, near. man, fuck those cascaronas for real. I'm over them. Did they? Did they get you? Hundred percent, man. My uh, my three year old. She. Hold on, Marisol. My, is, we got uh, a live audience. <laughs> we have a live audience. We have a live audience. She wants member. to chi- I knew she was going to chime in. I was like, Just give her the mic already. Uh, become a premium member and agent in the Tia, the Tamal Intelligence Agency. When you sign up and you become a proud to pay member, this is all you do. Everybody listening right now, we're up to like fifty thousand plus listens a month listeners per month yeah but only a handful of y'all have uh decided to support all the way yeah they're like i like it but do i like enough to pay for they're it like i don't no. love it motherfucker i mean chingo you are right i don't love it yet uh patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales that's where you go to become a member of the tia it unlocks double the weekly podcast because y'all already know there's so many debacles there's so much going on actually it unlocks triple Triple now. Because you get the Friday and Monday. Okay, you got to update this. Uh, you're right. You're yeah. right. Triple, Typo. bro. That's great. And a 24-7 Discord chat server, which is private for everybody else. It is. Except for the members of the theater. That's right. And uh, more than anything, you get to go to uh, bed at night uh, feeling good about yourself because you directly supported the growth of the show. That's right. Because you care about your raza. You care about the future. And your community. And the kids. And the children's education. Correct. For one dime a day. You can prove you're not a groomer. In the heart of... <laughs> oh my God. Okay, groomer. Prove you're not a groomer by uh, supporting us here at Patreon.com. So a lot going on in the news, man. Um, I'm, I have lots to talk about when I'm on tour. Yeah, you've actually got a little break for the first time in a hot minute. Yeah, but... It's cool, though, because um, it allows me to catch up on this to-do list. A break like, from flying, I should say. Yeah, a break, a break from traveling. And um, it allows you to to attack some of these um, things on the to-do list. Yeah, so, yeah never-ending. Yeah, we're working on scheduling some guests for the show and everything else. But uh, Legalized Freedom Tour, man, we're hitting like 30 cities. Uh, hit up Chingobling.com, get your tickets. Uh, up next, Corpus Christi, Texas, May 5th through the 7th. It's the Chingo de Mayo edition. After that, the Arlington Improv arlington texas a whole weekend it's been a while since i've done a whole weekend which i love and i enjoy because you're able to get into a groove it's not just all right tacoma i just landed i'm a little groggy or uh what's this last one i just did when i hit the damn vape pen nashville uh yes nashville yes mighty soul gave me some feedback she said it was a debacle on stage but shout out to everybody uh, that came out in nashville 
I wasn't here, Stu. And saw me uh, rent uh, high. Arlington, Texas, May May 12th through the 15th. After that, New Braunfels, May 20th. Lubbock, May 22nd. Bryan College Station, two shows, May 28th. San Angelo, June 3rd. Odessa, Texas, come through at the Ector Theater, June 4th. After that, we're going to uh, the Woke Liberal Oasis. Where all the homeless people? Yes, Austin, Texas. Yes, that same place. Where <laughs> I had to think about it. Same place where the governor's mansion is. You know that little blue speck in the red state, Austin, Texas. We love you. We just roasting. June 9th, we'll be over there in Round Rock, away from the homeless. Yeah, at a Cap City Comedy Club. So many more cities. Just hit up the website, chingobling.com. Because also, we're hitting Albuquerque, El Paso, Irvine, Ontario, Denver, OKC, Chicago, Phoenix, San Jose, Brea, Oxnard, San Anto, Addison. And a few others that uh, we're working on. That's right. Muchas gracias. Peace. All right, cool. Let's uh, ease into this episode a little bit, talking about, speaking of, like, let me ask you, when you're flying, did you go out of your way to not put the mask on or to see if people are wearing it? Or how did you assess those situations? So in the terminal, um, I'm one of the handful that I know they're zooming in on the cameras. I'm one of the handful of people that's like, raw dog in there, yeah. free balling in the face, coming in those first. Um so, yeah, I try to really test it. And I just be like, well, somebody needs to tell me. Like, yeah. You got to come up and tap me. Like, you need to enforce this shit. And the only person I've ever had tell me anything was um, one of the TSA ladies. Right before they put you in that tube, where just zoop, hit you with that radiation. Right. Where they put you in that little microwave for ding real yeah. quick. Um, I had it, like, kind of down. She's like, put your mask up. And I'm like, it's going to mess up the machine. Like, the machine can't work. She's like, you in the airport. Federal mandate. So, uh, you know, everyone, everyone's reporting it now, right? So I just have one up for an article from Reuters. U.S. will no longer enforce the mask mandate on airplanes, trains after court ruling. And it's crazy that it's cool. And we posted about this in the Discord. We were talking about it last night. You got videos from everybody. Benny Johnson, everyone's celebrating. You know, stewardess are crying with, you know, joy. And the captions are announcing it's it. It's terrible. Sitting on an airplane, traveling all day. In general. With a mask. Yeah. But makes it worse. It, it does. And then, but they're all like super excited. And the first thing I thought was like, yes, that's great. But we can't forget that this happened for two and a half years. If you don't think that they'll reinstate this at the drop of a dime, you're out of your mind. And then it would require another um, federal judge to uh, to like undo it again. Yeah, I would have. I mean, it, but then you know they start pushing things to the legal system, and it's going to take forever. Like this should have happened eighteen months ago, but it's like finally a federal judge looks at all of the you know documents and sees that it's an illegal, basically. So the federal judge we're referring to is Catherine Kimball Meisel or Meisel. From Florida, right? From Florida, I believe. I think she was Trump appointed. Correct. One of the critiques they have about her is that she's young. She's 35. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the Branch Covidians, you know, they losing it, bro. The Branch Covidians, they don't want to let go. The mask is the MAGA hat to the left. And um, we, we should contextualize this by saying that what studies, what science, what evidence, what data is is out there that tries to prove that it actually works. You know, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, in other words, if people really want to get technical, you know, I think it's been established by who was the lady from the CDC that was on CNN, the oh. Asian doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot her name. <laughs> yeah, which we haven't seen her in a while. <clears throat> but um, you know, I bring I bring I bring that up because somebody who's listening right now, they might be, they might interpret it because I see the comments right. They might interpret it as you guys are anti-science, Ching on Rob. Y'all are little coconuts. You know, you're little coconuts. You're anti put, put your coconut. Hey, man. I got a new hat coming. Oh, where's the camera? Over here. I start with. I start. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Opening day yesterday, but we'll get into the Astros later. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Maybe on Chingo Chat. There you go. Um, 
Wen, I think her name was something Wen. You talking about the CDC lady? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so I mean like first of all, if if you has it been proven that this thing is airborne and then having all the CEOs of the airline said that the way the HIPAA filter works in the air like you're getting fresh air all the time. Well, Peter Ducey asked that too, right? So to stay on the same subject, I think it was before or after the whole uh, migrant whipping thing he goes hey so a federal judge overturns his mandate we don't have to wear masks anymore um are you going to he asked her like why are you still suggesting or she said it was like unfortunate or something like to that effect right it's unfortunate that this federal judge overturned it he's like why do you want everybody to keep wearing masks and she's like uh because peter i'm not a doctor that was her answer to him so okay it's just like what that makes no sense so here's another way to look at it right again people that are tuning in that probably haven't read all the studies mm-hmm. and, and aren't 100 percent. you still have the right to wear the mask like it's if optional you, if, if you want to be a branch covidian and you feel like it's going to keep you safe now the problem with when it comes to bureaucrats in washington that get paid eight hundred thousand, like we somehow have put all our freedoms in the hands of this fourth branch yeah. of government this is now a whole fourth branch the administrative state where they can now decide are you allowed to go to church? Can you sing? Will your schools be open? Will your church be open? Like, can you go to work? Are you essential? What do you have to wear on a plane? All these things have totally like upended what we're used to. Mm-hmm. It's totally changed society. It's been like a cultural, psychological, mass formation type of experiment. But the good thing is, if you feel better and you want to wear it because a lot of people do you know uh hell my mother-in-law's business you know she they do hair yeah and they're all up in your grill right and sometimes people be up in there sneezing a little bit too much and they feel more comfortable you know saying hey man put your shit on um have you seen the the ad for the daily wires production it's called uh, fauci unmasked it's a daily wire production was it like a documentary yeah it's like a docuseries a little miniseries have you seen it no but i remember you sending me like a password and yeah dude you gotta i mean they got some good i, I watched shit one for on sure mm-hmm. you did oh you watched the china watched, one didn't you i believe so yeah watched some of that and i have an audio book called the real anthony fauci right which i heard was really good that was uh the robert kennedy book right yes and then there's the viral clip of uh Back in the day, what was the 80s or 90s when Fauci was on TV and, and someone called like, hey, my friend called the flu already. Does she need the flu shot? And he says, natural immunity. Oh, right, right, right. There's right. nothing better. He's like, he's like actually getting the bug yep. is going to be way better yep. than getting a, sh- a, vac- a flu vaccine. Correct. And it went viral. But of course, right, in the context of this, here, here, I'm going to loop back around. Let me circle back. Circle back. To what I was saying earlier. The problem with like when you have people in the government and you have like a health issue, mm-hmm. they're able to say, Robert, I know you want to. Uh, <laughs> Full government name. All right. Yeah. Robert. <laughs> it's like, we know you don't want to wear the mask and we, we know that you're against it on the plane. But this is a health thing. It's for everybody else's safety. We don't want you being a super spreader on the plane. That's not okay. It, it's it's such a dumb argument though, because to have the the essentially the state tell you that you are a detriment to those people around you, and then force you to do something, uh, if you, and if you don't comply, no fly list, get off the plane, we're gonna arrest you. Like mm-hmm. what? This was all illegal. Yeah, and um, and then people that are triple vaxxed and boosted still want to wear the mask. So it's kind of like, so does it work? Hell no, don't work here. You got to watch this. Here's the trailer for. He's the highest paid employee in our federal government. And beginning in the spring of 2020, 
Dr. Fauci began to set national policy that affected the way that 330 million Americans lived their lives. For goodness sakes, I'm telling you, wear a mask, keep social distancing. There's nothing political about that. But who is Anthony Fauci? People who have conspiracy theories, those are people that don't particularly care for me. In this short series, we will do what the establishment media have refused to do. We will give you an unvarnished look at the career of the most powerful politician in America, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Don't you think it's time that you step down and let someone else who has a more effective message? <laughs> Actually, no. <laughs> Fauci been getting that money For real, dude. For decades, bro. That's a very good production. I love that. Dude, Daily Wire is killing it. I like that scene at the end where he had the... Um, like all the articles on a, on a corkboard. Yeah, I want to I want to shoot a tour promo. See, we got a lot of good ideas. <laughs> I know, right? It's just not enough time. We're kind of understaffed. Uh, we just found a very cool new like video editor graphics guy out of Mexico. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we we gonna PayPal to peso. What's up? We gonna use peso pal. Peso pal on the for WhatsApp. That one. Yeah, peso pal por el watts. Mándamelo por el watts, mejor. Dale like. Dale like. <laughs> Dale like a mi texto y comentario. <laughs> But yeah, that was a really cool shot. Uh, make sure y'all check that out. Um, oh, and and while we're on it though, like they they're I mean, this is a hundred million dollar company, The Daily Wire. Wow, nice. Yeah, and they're doing a lot of cool things, you know, including things in culture that uh, are just important, right? Like it's not all political all the time. Uh, where is where's the watch tab? Is it here? It is. Yeah. So they're doing kids cartoons soon. Mm-hmm. They got a kids cartoons production. Um, I don't know. This is the same company that makes razors now. Yeah. Okay, bet. So they have what is a woman. So remember, um, uh, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, Matt Walsh. He has he he was on Doctor Phil. He had that whole thing with the trans people. He's got a whole series coming out, right? They have this with Adam Carolla where they're doing like they do stand up, and then they do like a almost like a little podcast for the crowd. It's it's like a whole little event. So Adam will do a couple of minutes, like maybe five ten minutes of stand up, and then his guests, whether it's Jay Leno, whoever, will do five ten minutes, and then they'll take audience questions or they'll do like a whole like back and forth thing. that's a cool format dude i know when i saw this i just started watching it because i didn't realize it was on here um i wanted to show you obviously not on the podcast but it is good conversation because i like that like it breaks up like a live stand-up show i was just listening to tim dylan talking about this like he's like nobody's watching a whole hour i'm not putting out my special as a full hour mm. we're either doing clips or we're doing a 20 minute but we're not putting out the whole hour at once and this kind of breaks up that whole experience of a, of a live stand-up with like a podcast almost. So, so this isn't like on some um, political stuff at all? It's just... It's, uh, it's not. No, it's not intended to be. But I mean... Well, because like, look, Jay Leno. What's Jay Leno going to say? They're ta- yeah, exactly. Right. They're talking about cars. They're talking about other stuff. But they're talking about like what's going on around the, you know, the world as well. Mm. Uh, but yeah. And then you got the Fauci thing. Jeremy's Razors, obviously. And then they have the shows, right? They got Candace Owens. Oh, yeah. And, and, and all their other productions. They That's the great. M- Hold on. Go back up. So you got the Ben Shapiro show. Okay. Hey, man, uh, Daily Wire, this is a free commercial. Yeah, pretty much. We're talking very adamant about y'all's product. But go on. Keep scrolling. Yeah. Um, their movies, right? Who We're going to have somebody who works on that team on the podcast next month, who works in the direction production of Daily Wire Films. Um, Do they have an Apple TV app? They're working on it. Right now they have one, I think it's on Roku or, or maybe uh, one of the one of the Android things. So they're working on all the other on your TV uh, apps. I mm-hmm. forgot what they're called. 
And then um, other shows, like they got Ben's Book Club. And just, they're trying to build out this. It's great. It's like a little Netflix. Ex- exactly. And uh, when Jeremy, the Jeremy's Razor slash the co-founder uh, of Daily Wire, he's like, look, people could go to Netflix, spend $10 and get every movie ever made. Or they could go to the Daily Wire, spend the same, if not a little bit more, for independent productions of, of either things that matter, or even if it doesn't, if it's just cartoons, kids' cartoons, or comedies. But we're working our way there because we have to do it. Essentially, their, their mission is like, we have to do it because no one else is doing it. And if we don't, we're letting them essentially win, and they're going to take over all of culture, right? All of yeah. pop culture, all mm-hmm. of, of what's going on now. So it's a slow process, man, but they're, they're killing it so far. Yeah, that's a great... Um little blueprint to study. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. All right, so no more masks on a plane. Yeah. And um, if you still want to wear it, wear it. And hopefully, you know, this this overreach, let's call it that. We, we don't have to call it like abuse and shit they did for two and a half years. But real quick, guys, you know, we're all about optimizing over here. We like to have energy. We want you to have energy. We want you to be as focused as possible because we got a lot of work to do. Y'all know we dealing with a lot of stuff in this day and age. So Rob brought this product to my attention it's called magic mind i tasted it it has matcha in it adaptogens a little bit of turmeric ashwagandha man it is a herbal supplement bro i enjoyed it so much that i'm hooked on it and i want everybody to check out magic mind you could do more and stress less with all stuff man it got like 12 active ingredients bro yeah the matcha the adaptogens the nootropics the honey i absolutely loved it before i even produced uh, introduced it to you i went ahead and tried it did like a little seven day run like they recommend loved it told you to try it you loved it i got my wife to try it she wakes up and says please have my magic mind ready next to my coffee fantastic you can take it alongside your coffee or replace your morning caffeine with it alone mental clarity sustainable it tastes really good Mm -hmm. and it does what it says it's going to do yeah like matcha already gives you a nice little buzz but once you talk about nootropics and nootropics bro you get a little mind this is me personal experience right Mm -hmm. this ain't no fda approved what i'm saying right here but it gives you a little mind buzz a nice little focus mind rush and i absolutely love it we're gonna hook you up we got a deal for you when you go to magicmind.co forward slash chingo that's right you get a deal all right they set it up to where the listeners could get a deal you put in chingo 20 Mm -hmm. at checkout and that's gonna give you 20 percent off because we want you to try it get your first order save some money and see how focused you could get back to the show it's definitely overreach right because like rob said the state is now negotiating with your freedoms it's like ah you need a vax pass it's like worse than a johnny swim concert you know just the amount of shit that they want you to go through we were supposed to go last night what happened we were supposed to go last night and for one for one i'm 42 yeah so like me having to go and do a bunch of stuff you know what i mean and you got to get child care in order and and all this like i wanted to enjoy the show i was looking forward to like date night with my vieja and when you get the email and it's like and it's too late to get your money back and you got to produce i posted it on my instagram it's like you got to produce this kind of test pcr you got to be negative you got to be you got to wear the mask through the whole show i'm like bro do you think that this was is texas they bro. said ma- they said management right do you think it was solely a management? it might have been the venue i mean i don't know it might have just been the venue i don't know if they do that for all their shows mm-hmm. um i don't know bro but johnny swim this is texas bro it's not like we're gonna be all up in your face yeah sure we'll be in the same building but we're not finna breathe up on you like relax yeah you know chill out bro uh what happened with this department of justice was caught spying on journalists bro <clears throat> god damn this shit is serious I, I can't even catch my breath spying on journalists Let's see if what I happened can. uh it was on uh, on tucker here 
spying on journalists in an effort to intimidate them out of reporting on Joe Biden's daughter's diary. That's true. And they've used Apple and Google to do it. Apple and Google have acknowledged for about three months from December of 2020 to March of 2021, the DOJ issued them several subpoenas. The DOJ was seeking sensitive information of journalists employed by Project Veritas, which had dared to report on Ashley Biden's diary. Now, the company noted that the DOJ, quote, compelled Apple and Google not to disclose that they were providing the individual's private data to the government. This seems illegal. It's completely immoral. Talk about an abuse of power. Harmeet Dillon would know. And so we filed a motion to get these materials back from the DOJ. So, uh, as you mentioned, Tucker, this is this is a violation of the Fourth Amendment. It's a violation of common law that protects journalists in the United States. It's a violation of the Federal Privacy Protection Act. And it's also a violation of the DOJ's own guidelines. Well, the Biden administration has just been called. So Apple and Google, you're way more tech savvy than me. Hmm. So Apple and Google were subpoenaed mm-hmm. by Department of Justice, Biden's, uh, who was Merrick Garland and them. And they're like, hey, it's a group of journalists called uh, Project Veritas. And they got this Ashley Biden's um, diary, not laptop. Not laptop. That's the brother. Yeah. So, so allegedly they found her laptop. So now they've been harassing them, kicking down doors and shit. So what exactly do you think Apple and Google handed over? Uh, from what I understand, they gave them whatever they asked for. I don't know exactly to what detail it was, but they said we need information about communication exchanges between like text messages, emails, what yeah, email. I believe so. Yeah. So Apple can access your Gmail. Oh, dude, nothing like there was the Veritas. Project Veritas posted an old clip like a day or two ago of uh, an old 2016, 17. I don't know if he still works there, but he was like a engineer of some sort where he was at a bar kind of drunk tipsy he was like you know that whatever you send is just never gone right it's on my server now whether it's your naked DMs, pictures dms yeah. any kind of exchange like but I he was a, he was a twitter employee right 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 but that applies to especially that applies to google yeah especially gmail that is google yeah right correct no but stuck out on yeah it's, man it's very dystopian it's a scary thought yeah, so to everybody listening, man, think about like if one day you decided to be a journalist. Or send dick pics, you know? <laughs> but, you know, but but think about it, though. Like, you have the NSA. They already, yeah, don't be sending dick pics, y'all. <laughs> don't, don't do that. No, um, girls don't really want that. And if they do want that, that is one girl you don't want to be around. Yeah, I, I, come on, bro. Get your shit together. So, so depart, I mean, you have the NSA. They're already able to spy to a certain extent, right? This, right. Is, this is old news. But by them going about it, through the DOJ, with subpoenas, it's almost as if, like, what exactly are you trying to find that can turn into then what, charge them with a crime? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, James O'Keefe, we see that you were trying to sell this diary. Like, what, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, dude. <laughs> like, how does this work? I'm partially laughing at some of the nonsense that we're watching right now, but also I just remembered in the Discord this morning, they posted an article about some kind of... Uh, place i think it was a restaurant in sacramento that was the guy but you see that story no, i think they got busted for a bunch of drug like uh just drug stuff right mm-hmm. like importing and like what's the what's the word we're trafficking f- trafficking and human and fun- trafficking I, it said uh drug trafficking right okay. i don't know i didn't read the whole it was thing slanging dope about the kids slanging dope at, at the minimum if not more right and i'm, I'm trying to keep up with the, this was early this morning was like six seven o'clock this morning and they're going at it in the discord about it and they were talking about the people they had code names, right? And one of the guys, like, I don't know. I'll, I'll try to pull it up. But his, his name was, like, Juan, and his code name was Joto. <laughs> <laughs> Juan el Joto tiene los kilos. 
Uh, Dude, it was so. You can't say that anymore, bro. You don't know how they identify. Who's they? Who says we can't? They don't know what it means. It could be something. It could be something totally different. You, you can't say Moto with a J. What's Joto? <laughs> Joto. I don't know what kind of toe. <laughs> but it, man, it's, it's Joe's. So, so yeah, man. That's. I mean, the Department of Justice, bro. Like Merrick Garland. We've already seen. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. To everybody listening, because again, at the beginning of the show, I said, I want to break it down to people to where if it's not inter- if this isn't an interesting subject, they can at least feel less intimidated about it mm-hmm. or understand both, both sides of the argument. So basically, the, the Department of Justice, we've already seen them call the moms, the angry moms at the school boards, uh, domestic terrorists. Right. We've already seen, uh, it was mainly the FBI, but they were having to create these fake crimes they were having to entrap people like the uh, governor whitmire kidnapping mm-hmm. where supposedly crazy white boy militia boys with guns were gonna go blow up a bridge kidnap the governor kill her all kind of shit right well it turns out it was like 99 percent feds and a couple slow people that they kind of talked into some shit <laughs> like hey dude you should probably you know sure you don't want to you know like getting them entrapment pretty much and we already know that was a precursor to the Jan 6 Fed's erection. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on here. But when you have these color revolutions, when you have these like little coups and like this fake propaganda and information war, it's interesting how how many how many people hit you up, Rob? I don't know if, if you got hit with this type of stuff, but like anybody listening that's like was, uh, I guess, pro-Trump or anything like that. How many of y'all received a text message from a loved one, a family member, a friend saying, or a comment on your Instagram saying like, now you see what you were promoting, this dangerous, these are insurrectionists, these are seditionists. Bro, I have- I a, did, I for sure did. You received some? Oh, yeah. Bro, I have an audio book. It's called January 6th. Have you heard of this book? No. I think it's on one of the top, um, it's called January 6th by Julie Kelly. All right. And let me read you the- uh, the headline, how Democrats use the Capitol protest to launch a war on terror against the political right. So it's called January 6th. And it's very interesting because it exposes how the media and the Democrats made it seem they made it seem like, you know, Trump incited a riot. And these people wanted to take over the government and they ran up in there, did a bunch of destruction and were looking for Mike Pence, you know, to hang right. him or the guillotine, all this other stupid shit. Well, the reality is who planted them pipe bombs? Was it feds? How many feds were there? Because they've already asked federal bureau people on the stand, like, did you have people working that day? Oh, we can't answer that. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, that just came out, right? There was an article the that said, oh. no, there, there was an article that said how many people, how many people that were there were FBI informants, if I'm not mistaken. It was quite a bit. And it got buried and it just was like, it, for two hours on whatever day it was last week, I saw it and then I, I totally forgot about it because it wasn't yeah. in the cycle. And this was all during, like the reality was, it was Ted Cruz and I think like uh, Madison Hawthorne, I, I can't remember who, but it was like Ted Cruz and a couple other guys were basically saying, there are some issues mm-hmm. at the local level with voting. Before we certify these electorate votes, right, we would like a 10-day audit of a few swing states to dig into some of these allegations and accusations, correct? Right. That's what they were trying to run that play. Instead, 
what they did was they were throwing smoke bombs into the crowd. They were macing the crowd. And then it was during that time period where the votes were still up in the air and people were like, well, who the fuck won? Who are the presidents? Like Trump did warn us. It's going to be a lot of, you know, the melon ballots and all that. Have you seen the recent video that's been going around of more cops letting other people in to certain parts? That's another thing is one guy just got off uh, because he's like, the cops let me in. Yeah. Another guy got in trouble because um, he he tried to blame it on Trump. Well, Trump, it was Trump's fault. He incited me. And he's like, bitch, you're still in trouble. But here, here's here's what the actuality will happen. You had a whole bunch of fake news, right? Oh, my God, these Trump supporters killed a cop. And somebody left me in that. In the, in the comments like Chingo you supported they killed a cop bro this is a DJ out of Phoenix oh. they killed a cop bro they killed a cop it's like when the fake news they never issue the apology they never run it back so you never find out oh my by the way we lied there was no bear spray Mm-hmm. There was no co- the cop. One cop died from a stroke, like the day after. Yeah, there wasn't no uh, fire extinguisher. None of that. The <clears> only <throat> people to die were two female Trump supporters. It was Ashley Babbitt who got shot inside the building, unarmed, and then you had another lady who was like beaten to death by cops. And these cops that killed these two people, they were praised like as heroes. Yeah. So it was all flipped on its head. Like, how do you want to look at it? And um. It's a very interesting book. We can go on and on and on about like all the real stuff. Like, oh, who was Ray Epps? And who are these people? And why aren't these people being investigated? And the worst thing about it, Rob, mm-hmm. is that the Capitol Police, they have these uh, January 6th people in this makeshift jail. Yeah. It's like no due process. They're not getting to really talk to their family, their lawyer, a lot of their whatever rights a prisoner is supposed to have, they're not giving it to them. They're not going to get a fair trial in D.C. And uh, they're, they're about to try to railroad those dudes. Yeah, there's an uh, article here. Mom of J6 political prisoner says, we are half alive. And it's myop- uh, myopic mission to punish uh, political dissidents. The Justice Department of D.C. courts are destroying the basic tenets of American uh, ju- jury prudence and liberty. They're treating them like a, a Guantanamo Bay in right. America. Like a lot of, when Obama came in, Everybody started getting real woke and Marxist and real nice to terrorists, right? They're like, no, deja los pobrecitos, you know? Um, you, you can't torture them. Well, guess what? They're torturing these guys. If y'all listen to the book, it's called January 6th. These dudes are being tortured. They're bankrupting them. Like, they're, they're railroading them to where they can't work. Right. A lot of these are the man of the house. They can't work. Now they need legal funds. It's putting the family through stress. And they're trying to force them into t- copying a plea with like on some misdemeanor shit. That way, the DOJ and the FBI and everybody else can turn around and say, look at this, y'all. We already solved 150 cases. Everybody took the, the misdemeanor charge. And see, we told y'all Trumpers and everybody on the right yeah. are bad people. Um, there's this video. This one I saw yesterday for the first time. And there's more and more of this footage coming out. And we can kind of like beat this in blue in the face, but... It is what it is. Yeah, like the cops they, are letting them in. Yeah, they, you could have released this a, a year ago, right? Why, why hasn't there been a whistleblower from these police officers saying like, hey, man, we had a meeting the night before, and they told us, let as many of these motherfuckers in. That's a good point. I don't know. Maybe they, uh, they really got you know, the best of the best that aren't going to squeal on them. You know, loose, sips, loose lips sink ships. And, and not to mention, too, bro, Nancy Pelosi, um, she turned down when Trump said, it's going to be a lot of people. I need about 10,000 National Guard to help with the crowd control. She's like, nah, we good. Stand back. Stand by. 
Stand down. People writing down the Discord, it's so funny. They were? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all the members of the Thea. <laughs> what is it? Stand back, stand down, or stand by? Stand back, stand, stand by. by. Yeah. Stand back, stand, or stand down, and stand by. Stand down. And stand by. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Stand down. Stand by. And stand by. Motherfucker, be ready. You should sell that shirt. <laughs> uh, I, I need to say that on stage when I, when I tell people, all right, y'all, uh, they, try, they slapping comedians now. Y'all saw the Will Smith. So don't run up on my stage because I got members of the Thea all in the crowd. Stand back and stand by. No, stand down. Damn it. I got to look up what yeah, the quote yeah, I think was. it's stand down and stand by. I like that shit. Yeah. Even though they flipped it on Trump. Like, nah, he ain't want to denounce. He ain't want to denounce the Proud Boys. The next day there was a compilation that was like five minutes long of him like denouncing. denouncing. I denounce. Yeah. I denounce. Yeah. I was like, what are I you disavow. talking about? I disavow. Uh, hold on. Trump said stand <laughs> Stand by, bro. Stand down and stand by. You said stand down. Yeah, I think it's stand down. It's stand yeah. back and stand, and stand by. by. Both of them are good, bro. Both of them are good. I like stand back and stand by because it's bees. Stand back and stand by. Okay. That'll work. Yeah, but you tell people to stand down. Like, okay, I'm going to tell them stand back. All right, fine. But right. stand by. Don't go too far now. Oh, he, actually, as a matter of fact. The vice president for not specifically calling out Antifa and other left-wing That's extremist right. groups. But are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists <laughs> and militia groups and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities as we saw stand in down. Kenosha but stand and as we've seen in Portland? Are you willing to do specifically? that? Do it. Well, I, go would ahead, say, I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing, not from the right so wing. So what, what, you you what are you saying? I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. Say it. Do it. Do it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Do you want to call them? What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacists and right like me to condemn? White supremacists and right boys. Stand back and stand by. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. <laughs> somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left. Because this is not a right-wing problem. This, this is a left-wing. This is a left-wing problem. White supremacist. Antifa's an idea, not an organization. you got it. Not militia. Dude, these, these are, these are so FBI. fascinating to watch okay. now. Yes. Pause, bro. Pause. Okay. Chris Wallace, real quick. We're done. We're done. Yeah. Chris Wallace already knew he had a job at CNN. Which, by he, the way, it's sinking go, go, shit. Go, no, go, don't lose, don't lose your train of thought. I got it. Go ahead. He's breaking down in front of people right now at CNN because the, sh- the CNN Plus that he went to is it's such happened. a flop. Yeah. He's literally crying in front of people. Good. Yeah. He needs to. Yeah. Uh, fuck him. So look, Joseph Raheem Breezy, for everybody that's uh, tuning in, go do your homework on Color Revolutions. Do your homework on how, how the tactics, the tactics of the radical extremists, they, they want to do we're hearing talks about undo the Constitution, rewrite the Constitution, throw it away. The Constitution is trash and all this other weird like they want to basically bankrupt the dollar. They want to destroy America so that they could be in charge. Now, Biden is on there screaming and hollering, talking about the FBI done already said the main problem is white boys and climate change. They're trying to push this narrative. White boys with guns, militias, crazy domestic, white, white domestic. Okay, how many, how many black radicals have we seen commit uh, mass shootings? Like um, the, what was that one town? Um, I forget the name of the town in, in Minnesota or the Wisconsin. Waukesha one? Yeah, wa- Waukesha. <laughs> the Waukesha. Yeah. Uh, Moneybag Yo got a song named Waukesha. But anyway, um, the Waukesha guy, where he rammed his SUV, 
FBI wasn't worried about him. He was all on Twitter and the internet talking about F white people, can't stand white people, I can't I can't wait. He was out on one of those bail reform things, mm-hmm. which Mighty Sol and I watched something on Fox Nation last night, uh, Tucker Carlson Originals, mm-hmm. about Gascon from L.A., the oh, uh, district right. attorney. It's very good. Make sure y'all watch it. Somebody we had on were t- was talking about him. Was it, uh, it was either Jorge Ventura or uh, Duvalin Papi was kind of talking about it, how it, he's, yeah. he's terrible, right? It might have been informed with Anthony even. It might have been, yeah. Uh, I don't know. What, what was the gist of the bro? Watched? Basically, bro, this Gascon guy is like Cuban-American. Mm-hmm. He came over here, I think he was like 13. And he was a cop, believe it or not. And then he was a woke cop that was like, all in on the Marxism, like no, they los pobrecitos. You can't be mean to the uh, to the to the uh, criminals, and we got to treat it different because it's systemic. Que la chingada, right? Puras mamadas. Instead of common sense, like there's a uh, sheriff named v- I think his name is Villanueva. Yeah, from uh, from L.A. We should try to get him on the show. He's the only one. He's one of the main ones. There's other like junior district attorneys that mm-hmm. are like he's destroying L.A. First, he destroyed San Francisco. Because he caught the eye of uh, Gavin, Gavin Newsom when Gavin Newsom was mayor, I believe, mm. of San Francisco, if I'm not mistaken. And he, he recruited him and brought him. And right away, as soon as he was in as a DA, he went woke and he decriminalized public drug use. He decriminalized like petty theft, which you're basically making it legal. Mm-hmm. So now you're incentivizing people to be like, I'm going to just go out and rob and steal and shoot up and nothing's going to happen. And the craziest part is they played um, some of the tape recording phone calls from uh, people that are locked up in L.A., right? Yeah. This shit was so funny. <laughs> this dude, you, you had the phone call. He's like, hey, doc. He's like, hey, fool. I'm, I'm coming home, fool. And it's like, damn, doc. Because there's this thing called um, enhancements. So if, if, if one person goes and snatches a purse and gets caught... That's one thing. If another guy pistol whips a lady with the gun, kicks her in the stomach, uh, you know, shoots at people, misses, whatever, and snatches the purse, common sense tells you give the guy who was pistol whipping and shooting and doing all that more time. That's called an enhancement, right? Mm. So anytime you do like over the top extra shit, like, bro, this motherfucker, like, don't get rid of the enhancements. What did Gascon do? Gascon got rid of the enhancements. So basically, Buddy's on the phone calling home like, hey, doc, hey, I got good news off that shit, bro. Hell yeah. He says, I'm going to tattoo that fool's face on my, on my, tattoo his name on my face, fool, Gascon, big doc. He's like, yeah, fool, I'm coming home, blood. I'm coming home. He's like, he's like, my lawyer already told me, hey, you're coming home, fool. He's like, hey, I got good news off that shit, fool. And basically, he's like, all my enhancements, he said, because I'm a gang member, that was 10 years enhancement off top. He's like, they knocked that off. He's like, basically, I'm coming home. What? So based off the crime he did, yeah. as, as soon as Gascon came in, it's like, oh, I'm out because you got rid of my enhancements. Another guy called and said, he did a phone call. I think he was calling like a, an office or a, a PO, parolee. This is what he said. He said, I'm going to beat a CO. He said, I'm going to beat the shit out of CO so that I can go back in front of a judge in a court under Gascon. He's like, and I'm coming home. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Because Gascon was, he wanted, if you look up any interviews or if you watch the documentary, it's very fascinating because Gascon is always um, 
on on the news when they're interviewing him and he's just like the science and data who does this sound like but the science and the data shows that this is systemic and it's in uh it's affecting people of color more and these enhancements are like it's just woke stupid rhetoric marxist uh it it doesn't factor in the peaceful citizens that are paying taxes you know what i mean yeah and uh it was really well done and edited and they show the part where uh what's his name gavin newsom is in front of where all the trash is where they be breaking into the trains yeah because nothing happens to them oh right. everything's decriminal. All the packages and shit. yeah they just go and do what they want people come from other counties to go commit crimes because it's like here nothing happens gas gone and newsom is like it's like a third world country I don't know what happened here. What is what is this? What's going on? Bitch, you're in charge and your homeboy that you uh, recruited into the system and you moved him up as a DA. Y'all are responsible. Like, to everybody listening, if you don't think... Because people have this lazy take of like, dude, both sides are corrupt, the illusion of choice. Right. Um, at the end of the day, the powers that be, they run everything anyway. But it's like, yeah, but on a local level... On a local level, bro, did you see that shootout at the Galleria? I heard about it. He I thought it was Shake Shack or something. Dude, you, are you familiar with the Galleria? Yeah. Like, okay, so it's... Hey, motherfucker, I know I live out in the country. <laughs> I'm just no, kidding. I mean, in, in terms of, like, different... There's different entresses. It's big. Yeah, there's two towers. Yeah. There's different parking garages. So where the Shake Shack is, you have surface-level parking nearby. You have restaurants, like a dance studio, and then you have, like, a parking garage right there, and then you have underground parking. So it's basically... That's the street. That's like Westheimer and Sage right. or something. Mm-hmm. And this boy pulled the Uzi out the fanny, out the fanny pack. It looked like he had a little purse. That's the outlaw fannies. Yeah, I mean, crime is up anyway. I don't know why you're still wearing the fanny <laughs> in the first place. But uh, he like, pop, pop, shot the dude in the leg. And they show, a. Uh, it's, it's looking like L.A. Because yeah. they show the, um, they're showing all the brazen crime in the daytime. Like, remember all the clips bro of like the shit would go viral maybe a year ago where you'd see dudes walk into a restaurant and pull up on a couple right oh, and just, just like rob them just kind of flash yeah quietly yeah nobody even knows what happened they just flash the pistol take off your watch give me your wallet give me your purse and then they walk out and it's like fucking gotham city dude yeah um we kind of brought this up yesterday where i think Hugh, or might as well brought it up to her guest that houston beat chicago i think for either shootings or murders here recently, I think in the last month or two. That's fucking nuts. E- even if that statistic is misleading, it's still bad. Even I mean, if it's even if it's true by one. Yeah, even if it's like, well, they lying to you with statistics. Like people that live here, no. You see it all the time. I mean, not that long ago, I went down that street and that's exactly where five minutes later, three minutes later, yeah. The the dude vroom, high speed cops, chase, yeah. like in a charger or mm-hmm. challenger or something. Runs into some shit, hits the curb, and pulls out a beautiful gun, by the way. It, motherfucker had it wrapped and shit. It had, like, white snow camo. It was like a Fortnite skin wrap. Yeah, it was like some Stormtrooper <laughs> shit. And he's bucking at the cops. I would say that was maybe Giovanni, but he used to drive a V6 Challenger, so that wasn't him. Why you got to hate on the V6s, bro? Because <laughs> you know, we gas talk- is high. We're talking about that in the Discord. He got rear-ended. His car got totaled. Oh, yeah, I remember he was talking yeah, about that. Yeah, so they were yeah. talking about that. In the new automotive group, by the way, if you guys are into autom- uh, cars and whatnot, we have an automotive RPT channel in and, there. And I heard you talked him into a VW Atlas. <clears throat> I talked him into Volkswagen. I was like, if you're a dad, you got, he's got twins, too. You know, what you, you like about Volkswagen so much? They're, they're, it's basically an Audi. The way I call it, it's like a budget Audi. Their interior is 
phenomenal. Like you can't beat the interior of a Volkswagen for the price. They're also very roomy. They look really good. They're just like the quintessential like uh, chef's kiss of like classy luxury on a budget. But even, I mean, the SUVs aren't that cheap. Like, they're, they're still kind of up there, but it's not Audi-level prices. Right now, ain't none of the cars cheap. Yeah, you're right. But, uh, but yeah, man, I highly recommend that uh, Fox Nation documentary, well-produced. And, um, Sol, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> Wasn't that Fox Nation thing last night crazy? Yeah. Yeah, it was insane, Off bro. the charts. It was just like, you know, this, this sheriff of uh, Villanueva, he's like one of the main ones that's like, this doesn't make any sense he's like there's a direct cause he's like common sense basically that's his whole thing it's like he's like it's common sense police work you know you really care about people of color well guess what you're affecting people of color because you're letting you're letting these criminals out and it's affecting people's lives and uh yesterday i, w- I drove by a um a property that's for sale it happens to be uh on the south side i don't think i need to shout out the, the neighborhood sure, right sure no fuck it i will <laughs> Fuck it, I will. The realtor sent us a bunch of addresses, right? Yesterday I had a couple hours because I'm not going on tour till May 5th. So um, I drove around, hit as many as I could. All right, Sunnyside. Okay. Okay, you been? I'm familiar with it. But I okay, so Sunnyside's on the south side. And um, from you hear things like, oh, you know, they gentrify some parts or like, yo, there's a lot of new construction popping up and this and that. So I, um, I exit off 288. I forget which, I think it took me down Reed Road where you have the, that uh the big giant sculptures of iron i don't Mm -hmm. know if you've ever seen that but anyway i go down there and i'm pulling in i was like wow this is like a suburban third ward i was like the houses look kept up like i haven't seen nothing bad like nice elementary school kids walking with backpacks like everything looks nice and clean and then i pull up to the street to go look at the property i'm like okay the building looks good the structure looks good i'm looking at the neighbors and i'm like okay well there's an empty lot next door where people dumped like a a uh, grocery car and there's some junk yeah and i'm like all right that's an eyesore but not too bad it's not going to deter all the way we got to crunch some numbers so now i get to the end of the street now i hit belford this is like a, now this is more of a major mm-hmm. um boulevard i guess so i'm like oh shit i get to the corner bro where that duplex is and belford i look to my left and it what is that what the fuck is that Okay. Someone's headphones? Yeah, I don't know. Marisol didn't even turn her shit off. So I look to my left, and um, it's just like, I don't know how many, maybe like 10 druggies like laid out in squalor. Oh, my God. In squalor, like just trash. Like like a, 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 a just home. Just Hunter Biden and his friends? Like a home. Um, I think Hunter Biden was like a functioning perv he he would stay because i have that book too he'd stay in nice hotels he'd have russian prostitutes and he was charging up his daddy's credit card and government cards and he had secret service and everything else but he would do it in out of fancy hotels because he had that money from coming from all these countries yeah these people were laid out on the grass it looked like a homeless garage sale there's like garras murero you look to your right it's like a family dollar of some sort like a general dollar or something and there's prostitution in the daytime so now you have like these, this is the part that breaks my heart. You have these women who are now addicted to drugs, either by the pimp made them that way, or they did that on their own. But they're walking up to the cars, they're leaning into the, and I'm like, what the fuck? It's a shame. Yeah. It's a shame because here's where I go on my little soapbox rent. 
People are not going to want to invest in your community. Your community is going to stay a food desert. Whole Foods ain't going to want to come. A lot of these developers are not going to want to come. And you're hurting the kids. Y'all, y'all pimping in the school zone. How many of these women could possibly get sold for like $300,000 cash and just say, hey, man, all it takes is for one of these pimps to find out that they can get paid by one of these human traffickers, and then they're just going to move her and use her from state to state to state and just have it to where she can't run away. To go totally off of our uh, today's bullet points, what do you, wh- how do you see in 2022 things getting better in areas like that? Like what could we, if, if everybody that listened to the TIA was in one centralized location and we could all act upon an idea, what would make a situation in a neighborhood like that better? Well, I posted a clip yesterday on my Instagram where I said, black folk, if y'all have not realized, if y'all have not noticed, they have y'all um, waiting in line as priority behind immigrants, illegal immigrants, uh, Latinos, uh, the gay community, the trans kids, um, all these other issues before they're going to worry about Sunnyside and Third Ward and inner city Houston. So to answer your question, if we had like a war room that was based on just all local I mean, we would have to have like a corkboard wall of just like neighborhoods where it's like you got too many motherfucking cantinas. <clears throat> I don't want to sound like some um, Southern Baptist, like I'm going to be, you know what I'm saying? Like Southern Baptist, like this is just sin yeah. and debauchery and these are the gates of hell. But, <laughs> but, but when you're on half an edible, my brother, because I was trying to paint this picture. How heartbreaking it was when you're on half an edible and you're running your little errands and you're trying to look at these properties and you just see the drug addiction and the broken spirit. And you see this other man who's now using and abusing and pimping and probably beating them and and keeping them hooked on drugs. And a lot of these Johns, the the guys who go and pick, they're into that shit. A lot of them are dangerous. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. A lot of them are trying to snatch you up and, and not pay you the, the price to like, hold on, baby, the purse first. What's going on? <laughs> but to answer your question, man, it's almost like it's not as simple as, oh, just vote red no, or no, get, no, get your uh, we need to be tougher on crime or we need to come down here and crack down. I mean, do we need to go straight Mayor Giuliani around his bitch? It's just a lot of... Well, the way you explained it, I mean, I, I had never really heard it explained that easily or that simply of, of what he was doing with, uh, what was it? Um, just basically the Alphabet Boys would come oh, yeah, in on yeah, certain Giulian, days. Yeah. yeah, right? So Federal. I, I, mm-hmm. The last thing you want to is you don't want to give the state Federal, yeah. more power. You don't want to give, you don't want to <coughs> entice him to be more, you know, harder on communities for whatever reason. So the answer has to be somewhere amongst the community itself, right? Like the community has to act upon what it wants, what's in the best interest of that community. Whether it's, uh, what do you call like the, like the after school programs, you know, where they would be like a community centers kind of thing. Yeah, boys and girls clubs. That kind of that. stuff. Mm-hmm. But even then, like it's all ran by people, right? Like you got to be able to vet these people to actually have the best interest in mind for these kids and these communities. And, and I mean, I, that's where I would start. I know we have older people that are in their own issues, but it's going to start with the kids for me. That's where it starts. Yeah, to get ahead of it. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. Like, I saw one kid walking around with his mask on outside, and he had his book bag. Like, he just been wearing it all day anyway. Yeah. And I I, I just wanted to, like, like I'm not going to roll my window and be like, hey, man, by the way, <laughs> uh, that shit don't work. Like, you're outside now, bro. Like, in other words, where are the parents? And where we can't depend on the media. But where are the teachers and the parents to kind of be like, I'm going to give you the real. Let me pull you aside and explain to you, like, 
good life strategy. Like, you know, don't join no gang. Don't get in problems with the law. Don't get nobody pregnant too early. You know what I mean? Don't be a yeah. dad too young. These f- fake big homies running game on you. Like, stay out of the system. And if you just... F- they're telling you that math is racist. I'm here to tell you STEM, engineering, tech, science, coding, that can be your way out of here. You mm-hmm. can put your grandma up in the house, mama's in the house, you're in the house, y'all can get out the hood. You know, you don't have to be around this family dollar. It's it's almost like it's almost like um the police don't have the time or the funds. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like you were saying, how does the community itself clean up its act yeah well just around the corner they out here slanging dope and i just be seeing i literally be like peeping their system i'm like okay that guy down there that's a lookout guy he's he's a watch guy this guy with the backpack so where's the dope so the, the where they keep it stashed it's got to be somewhere else because buddy crosses the street now it's like how does the deal yeah it's like how is this mcdonald's working <laughs> how many employees y'all need but it's all happening in the daytime because maybe at night it's more dangerous for them and more suspicious for yeah. everybody, for the clients and everybody else. But it's like, where do you even fucking begin? It's crazy because you gotta you gotta think they do have to be pretty smart to figure all that out, right? Very smart. You ever see Founder, the McDonald's? Uh, yeah. So you know how they go to the park and then they chalk out everything and then they reenact it. You imagine that that's what the all drug, these yeah. drug dealers are doing. Like, all right, let's hit the basketball court. Nobody's playing. Let's go draw it all out. Let's yeah. walk it through. Let's role play. Yeah. If you put that much fucking effort into almost anything else, you'd be pretty successful. I mean. Who's to say that some of these kids couldn't be an MBA at Stanford if this is where you get a little borderline Marxist, right? Mm. Where it's like, is the solution pull up on Belfort, lock everybody up? It's like, well, right now, prostitution might even be decriminalized for all I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, actually, that happened in L.A., uh Gascon decriminalized prostitution even. So there's a street called Figueroa, they call it Fig, where it's... It's a huge prostitution market. Mm-hmm. It's just a ton of women who are just selling their spirit and their body and their soul, and they're hooked on drugs. And then the pimps are like demons. You know what I mean? Wait, it, what's this street? Figueroa okay. in L.A. Right. So, you, so you know. I, bro, uh, anybody out there, I'm not judging you if you like to be a John and you like to go pay for this type of stuff. But I don't know what y'all getting, hand, mouth. I don't know what they giving you. But this shit can't be clean. <laughs> like, you're probably catching If something. that's where you're going, you don't care about cleanliness. Let's be real. You're not I wearing mean, a mask in there with your fucking hand sanitizer. I mean, you're probably catching something. Like A good time. I mean, they were ashy. <laughs> catching a good time. I mean, it was a little disgusting, bro. Um, it's like, man, y'all trust... I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming they use condoms and stuff, but that, I don't know if y'all trust that. That's you know? a high assumption. I mean, yeah, I don't know, but, um, But anyway, my point is... I don't know if it's decriminalized here. Hmm. And would the solution be, all right, we have a task force. It's like, do we have the funding? It's like, what are we focusing on, right? It's Mm -hmm. almost like there's so much crime. Now, are you familiar with Edgebrook on 45 South? Okay, we used to live off Edgebrook. That's where I had MTV go and uh, we did our uh, My Block thing. No, yeah, Welcome to Houston. I forget what it was called. But the MTV show, we were at a food truck, Tacon Madre, on Edgebrook. So, Edgebrook. you have a fiesta i don't know if you've seen that there's a fiesta right there a subway there's a nail shop there's an optometry and there's a chase there's a boot shop and then there's a chase all in the same um strip mall Mm -hmm. okay so traditionally you started seeing a bunch of um homeless druggies 
Many nice people, I assume, down on their luck. But you got like these meth head people that are begging up under the freeway and they're living under the freeway and every once in a while the city got to come and put rocks and kick them out. All right, so so that's one thing. You're used to seeing some druggies under the freeway, right? All right, it's, it's the hood. Now, now it's so in your face and just dirty and disgusting that next to the Fiesta and the optometry, there's like a liquor store and like a family dollar by the chase. Now the prostitutes are right there. They're on the sidewalk where you like, there's, there used to be like a vending machine so the kids can get some gum, maybe ride the little fucking caballito. <laughs> you can go get your nails done and shit. Now there's, now the prostitutes are right there. And that means the pimps are lurking around. That means the Johns are pulling up. And this is all happening where you're getting your groceries. It's like, it, it's, it's not a good look. So my mom has some rental properties right in that area mm-hmm. and it kind of brings down the value oh, of your shit just a little so rents are going up uh property taxes i mean r- you know mortgages rent you got blackrock and blackstone coming and buying up everything world economic forum klaus schwab they want you to own nothing and be happy so as rents are going up areas are getting gentrified if you're a, a family and you're like ¿Sabes qué, mijo? Está bien caro ahora en Third Ward o en el centro. O está bien caro. Like, where do we go? It's very expensive. You start to get into the areas of like, well, how much do houses cost off of Edgebrook? Or how much is the rent off of Edgebrook? It's like, okay, well, that's more comfortable. Maybe that fits our budget. We can keep it clean, keep it nice and hook it up. And we have an investment. But it's like, unfortunately, it's an eyesore and it's just... I know I sound like an old man, like, man, Chingo just complained about prostitutes <laughs> for a whole hour. Yeah, I think it should be legal, personally. Prostitution? Yeah. But it, it, your way, if you make it legal, would it be done in the way I'm describing it, or would that change it now? No, I, that's kind of, I mean, I've heard it described many different ways, but I feel like that's one of those things where, and one of the simplest, like, dumb layman's terms ways of describing it or comparing it is, massages you can pay for massages and get rubbed up and touched up except not on your privates right but it's legal anything else after that is basically illegal you'll have somebody bust down the door if she puts your hand on your pecker and does whatever or whoever vice versa whatever it's like it's a weird arbitrary uh thing to make illegal i think there'd be less crime and less trafficking if that was handled in a different way we'd have less of those situations you just described going on if if done in a better way i don't know what that way is but making it illegal and having all this crime going on around it is dangerous for the people in it and dangerous to the people around it yes that's an interesting argument i think there's examples is it like maybe vegas or bunny ranches or high-end yeah see it's one thing it's one thing to have consenting adults and sanctioned high, areas yeah sanctioned areas uh mandatory testing or some type of you know maybe a bunch of regulation but, yeah but basically how do you allow consenting adults to make a money exchange yeah in a safe way yeah but the shit i saw in belford not good with the pimp not good. and the and the chick that's on drugs okay how are they gonna be like oh honey guess what now it's now it's legal. Now we just got to go get you tested and do this and fill out the paperwork or register. I don't know what the steps are, but like, is she now going to get away from the pimp, be a way to get away from the pimp? Is she going to now not be on drugs? Mm-hmm. Um, do people not have to pull into the family dollar now yeah. to negotiate? So, yeah, that's interesting, man. Um, yeah. Well. That's quite the, uh, <laughs> quite the, what is it, the fucking uh, conundrum? The, the rant. 
I mean, we just went off subject. That yeah, no, I mean, it, well, no, but it's interesting stuff to talk about because those areas that you talk about or that you mentioned have been like that for a while or more than likely going to be like that for a long time. And no one really proposing any idea. It's one of the problems is that there's no money in the solutions to those problems, really, like not in the short term, maybe in the long term, like developers 15 years from now are really going to reap the rewards of cleaning this up now for the course of the next 15 years. But I mean, have that shit now. think about people's lives. So. I, I was heartbroken to see that. I was thinking to myself, that's somebody's mom, that's somebody's granny, some of them old, that's somebody's, that's somebody's tia, somebody's sister, that's somebody's little sister, that's somebody's daughter. And then you got, and then the pimps, it's kind of like, damn, bro, you couldn't think of nothing else to do than to walk around, chase, you know what I mean? She on the feeder. And now it's getting so bad off of 45 South to where you used to just see it a little bit off of Howard. Like when you exit Howard, you used to be able to see it. You got them little hotels and mm-hmm. shit. And you can always tell it's like this young lady walking by herself, provocative, trying to play it off like she's on the phone or play it off like she got a little backpack or something. Some of them are in your face. They just got the booty out and they, they like damn near like it's a car wash. Like pull up right here and you just see the cars and shit. They going down. So you have people that live back there. You have businesses that rent right there. And the heartbreaking part is like, what does that do to that family and that community? Like, it, it, let's just say these um, these men that are out there participating in this, do they end up going to, like, if they get into this life of crime, they end up going to jail. How does that affect the household? Boom, now you done pulled the father out the house. You know what I mean? It's just, I almost feel like s- some of the people that pretend to be about like minorities and shit you know the left mm-hmm. they're yeah. like no déjalos, decriminalize it's like you're making it worse for everybody in the hood you're making it worse for people of color instead of what we discussed like how do you get more kids into math y'all too busy saying math is racist yeah yesterday my soul's guest who is a teacher here in hisd who's resigning because she's just overall the woke shit the nonsense doesn't want to doesn't want to be in that system anymore she talked about how, and she didn't specify what school she worked at, but a lot of black and brown kids. And she's like, one of the problems is when we try to contact the parents about the behaviors or what's going on, the parents are flat out like, don't, don't call me about this. About their bad kids, behavior? About their badass kids. Wow. And that's unfortunate truth. You have parents who will still, they'll send their kid to school, but want nothing to, to do with what's going on inside school with them. So it's like you're fucked. You do, you know, you can ha- you can have somebody in the community maybe help out or maybe an after school thing, but then you go home to a terrible home environment. Oof. It's only going to get worse because the policies of this administration have it to where they keep printing more money. Like Marisol the other day, she was like, "Why do they keep sending so much money to Ukraine? Why do they keep giving so much money to Ukraine?" I said, "It's worse than just sending and giving." I was like, "They're printing more money." Not to mention that they laundering it for themselves once it gets over there with the oligarchs. I was like, but they're printing more. So now I'd argue that some of these families who don't have time to deal with their badass kids, um, inflation is going to touch them first. The price at the pump is going to affect them first. Not Latino Hollywood. They don't even pump gases, uh, gas in their own Range Rover. Yeah. They got assistance for that. Do you think Travis Barker, like anybody, I don't know if he's out there p- promoting the left, but like any of these celebrities you think it hurts them they're like oh a hundred dollars for my suv Ooh, <laughs> oh my god drake i'm gonna cry like right. that shit don't affect them they don't even they have so many bills and so much money going out business manager and the fucking the agent the agency the manager the this the it's just percentages but um so these families 
they're going to have more on their plate. They're going to have to work an extra job. These policies that the Democrats keep putting out are making crime go up. They want to defund the police. I mean, they're squeezing your wallet. So I'd argue that you're going to have even less time to focus on your badass kids. Yeah. And uh, I was reading how it's so expensive to buy a house now. So like every generation, it's it's progressively getting harder and harder to advance in life with any kind of wealth or any kind of, uh, well, yeah, really generational wealth, right? If you didn't already have some that you inherited, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the average cost of a house for somebody who's in their, let's say, mid to late 20s is trying to start a family now is about half a million dollars. And it's not so much the... The problem isn't that you can't pay that like as rent, you know, like you don't, you can't afford $2,000 a month. Like you could probably show the bank you can afford that. It's getting that down payment for a house like that. That's almost nearly impossible for a lot of people to do right now. And it's competitive. Not, Super. not, not to mention like, can I save up the down payment or anything like that? It's, it's like, um, you know, everybody else, you got investors, you got people that other people that want a house, you got these Vanguard, BlackRock, Blackstone, these these big ass companies that use a little bit of Chinese money or however people's pension yeah. plans. And, um, and yeah, all this is stuff that we talk about, but maybe some of the average American doesn't know how to connect all the dots. Like, okay, so who is BlackRock? Who is Blackstone? Why are they wanting to make us all rent? You know what I'm saying? Does that have anything to do with the great reset? And World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab saying, you will own nothing and be happy. Seven, eight years ago, I never thought in, in my wildest dreams I'd be sitting here with you talking about this kind of shit, to be honest with you. It's pretty wild. As I'm sitting here, I'm like, yeah, I, every once in a while I'll have this kind of realization. I'm sure the listeners... Why, just, why seven, eight years? Because, I mean, I, I, eight years ago I didn't know you, but okay. I was still listening to Alex Jones and Rogan talk about this stuff, right? More so Alex uh, and, and just other people. And now here we are, like, this shit has become more real, like, because of this pandemic and because of what's going on. Like, it's no longer just conspiratorial talk radio. Like, we are seeing it unravel. Yeah, man. Uh, I'll big. I owe a big apology to Alex Jones because <laughs> I used to be like, oh, the conspiracy theory guy. And it's kind of like, actually, man, he kind of had some receipts. Yeah. And he actually was investigating some things. And yeah, he was all, he was wrong about a couple things, but uh, mainly one. <laughs> <laughs> Which but, really bit him in the ass. And if you and if you look at it, it's like when they first deplatformed him, when they first kicked him off, and when they first hit him with a false narrative and made him. Uh, a pariah, person non grata, public enemy number one. It was kind of like, well, it's Alex Jones, and he fucked up, and he said some dumb shit. So fuck it. it they, oh well, the government is against uh, this one conspiracy theory guy, and then they kicked Trump off Twitter and so on. <sighs> and then, yeah, and then the fucking domino effect happened uh, while, while he was commander in chief. Bef- wild that that was while able. he was commander in chief, dude. So before we put a pin in this podcast, I did want to mention because you were talking about how you posted a video about hey, black folk, like they're putting you behind the line of like, you know, brown people, trans. all these you know, trans. I remember reading. I don't know if you've heard anything about this. Maybe you can expand on it. That people that are coming over from the border will be able to skip to the front of the line if they identify as gay. Skip to the front line if getting money and a cell phone and a cell phone yeah, and, and a debit and, card, yeah, all that. that stuff. Yeah. Did you hear that? Or to get their papers. I don't know about the papers. It's it's more of the uh, asylum seekers. So is it the argument that like, hey, you've been persecuted in your country yeah. type of thing? Yeah, but all you got to do is just tell them you're gay and that's it. Hmm. 
You hadn't heard that yet? Well, you can go get UBI from a town in California if you say you're trans. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm supposed to move in with Gio for a couple months to do that. <laughs> I don't think y'all have to be roommates. I don't think you have to prove it that hey, way. Hey, hey, hey. Um, at Easter, it came up. We were just sitting there, and uh, it came up about um, uh, the trans prisoner inmate who impregnated two other female inmates. Oh, right. And uh, somebody in my family was like, Something like, uh, so he lied or he didn't do the thing. And I was like, no, I think you just have to identify. I don't <laughs> think you, I was like, obviously, you don't have to have your banana split surgery done because <laughs> he still had the equipment to fertilize right. and impregnate. So obviously, he was still intact and he wasn't castrated and everything else. I was scrolling and I saw that article with a guy. I think it was, I guess, when they, you know, one of the close ups of the mugshot. As it was a girl. Because they have the before and after, right? Dude. It's I, the same thing. You just it, had a chonguito? Yeah. But I thought it was Tracy Morgan in the after. I was like, who the fuck is oh, that? I was like, man. oh, fuck. It looks exactly like the dude, but just with the chongo. <laughs> the chonguito. <laughs> El pelo de chamaquita. I don't know. Uh, are they going to undo that law? Are people going to raise hell? Or how, how much longer is that going to be the rule? Well, I'll actually leave you with this. I don't know if you heard about this uh, professor out of, uh, don't remember the school, but he, a philosophy professor who refused to use students' preferred pronouns gets $400,000 settlement from Ohio school. So he sued the school district because he refused to play the pronoun game? They punished him for not, uh, not calling the student by their preferred identity pronoun. pronoun. They punished him to what dollar amount or how? It was an administrative... Uh, punishment. I, I was reading through it, but it didn't say exactly what because it happened back in 2016. And then he countersued and got 400,000? Yeah. They settled with 400K. So I mean, fight back. I mean, these are stupid, these are stupid, stupid suits and arguments. And when fought, usually won. Like, the, you know, the, the judge said, like, you're in front, the, the, the this university was infringing upon his first uh, amendment right to decide or to call or not call somebody anything. Very fascinating. Um, I know everybody has noticed the trend to where all of a sudden, all of a sudden, this is such a hot topic. And I think my biggest thing about it is like, what's the underlying agenda? Like, que ganan? you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, why, why are they so adamant? Like, is this, you know, I've heard the argument about like, well, part of it is like transhumanism. Part of it is Marxist. They want to divorce you from your flesh, divorce mm-hmm. the spirit from the body. They want to divorce, like, part of it is, or- is Orwellian, like, controlled speech of, like, no, you all have to play this game now. And we're all doing the, you know, the I identify yeah. game. I think a confused population is also more susceptible to whatever, you know, whatever they want. So the more you have a, a kid who's growing up in these kind of institutions who are, like, who, for whatever reason, will think that that teacher who's super pro-woke, purple hair shit whatever is uh cool they'll go home to their parents who might be a little bit more conservative because they've lived a life and they understand then they start butting heads oh yeah mr you know mr kelly over here is you know way cooler blah 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 and then they start really you're closed-minded you guys are racist yeah that whole thing oh thank god i i don't have that issue in my house and i hope it stays that way yeah uh thank goodness um but that's straight out of the maoist playbook that's straight marxism of like the state wedging itself between the parents and the kids. Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. They want to, I say that on stage. I make a joke out of like, they want to, shout out to the couples, they want to divide us. Mm-hmm. They want to divide everything from everything so that you need the state. It reminds me of record labels and artists. A confused artist, a, a desperate artist, a broke artist is an obedient artist. Yeah. And it gives more power and leverage to the record label. Yeah. So, 
I sometimes see things with those parallels. Yeah. Like the government is the record labels. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's true, man. The way you paint those pictures are scary for, for musicians now and now and back then. They really fuck you over. But yeah, but even more is like fucking over the citizen. You know what I mean? Like like you were saying, a population that is just constantly bickering and constantly being pulled in different directions. And it's like, okay, hold on, man. One minute y'all got us saying COVID is the the scariest thing, you know, which, you know, I know people died and you, yeah, you can go in. Thing. You can go into the, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, Trump said it's a hoax. <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, and then and the next minute, y'all want us to all be over, hurry up, send Zelensky what he's asking for. He's demanding stuff. Send him the helicopters already. Like, Dude, one of the best tweets I saw yesterday was, how come no one's up in arms about what's going on in Shanghai with their lockdowns? And the, the reply was, because it's not on TV. People aren't seeing it on their screens. That's a big part of it. That's a big part of it. Um, and again, like uh, we had a meeting before we sat down to record these episodes. And um, one of the things I told Rob, I was like, yeah, we're, we're growing. We got like 50,000 listeners per month. And, um, you know, we're seeing new people on the comments in the YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, how did I just discover this channel? Where have y'all been? Yo, you have earned this sub. Yeah. You've earned it. You guys keep it going. And But it's like, how do we get it to the point to where people can be like, wait a minute, what's happening in Shanghai? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and things like that. So we're looking forward to that for sure. So please tell a friend. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't left a, a review, go to iTunes, leave a review, leave a five star. Leave the five stars and then say whatever you want. If, let's say if we yeah. uh, disagree with us, at least give us a five stars and then say what you want. For sure. For sure, for sure. So uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, have a hell of a week. This was an excellent um, Wetback Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback. <laughs> Throwback Wetback Wednesday. Oh, shit. And it is 420, brother. Oh, it is. It's time to go turn up. So uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'll see you in Corpus Christi up next, May 5th through the 7th. After that, Arlington Improv. We're doing a whole weekend in the DF Dub. After that, New Braunfels, Texas. Get your tickets now, chingobling.com. And if you become a patron and you're one of the captains, we have some cool stuff coming up for you guys where your name will be displayed either in the new studio or at the end of every clip and every video Mm -hmm. or something. But appreciate you, and we'll see you in the Discord. Peace. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.